Welcome to Spirit Life Talks, where we discuss the power of living spirit forward. Welcome to Spirit Life Talks. I'm Gina Thomas. And I'm Michael Farmer. And today we're going to discuss overcoming adversity with the spirit forward lens. You know, Junu, the thing about adversity for a Christian is, are we really prepared for it? Sometimes I'm surprised at the things that happen to me, but really, should I be surprised? You shouldn't be, because the Bible clearly, you know, talks about the nature of life here on earth. He, you know, as uh, we've discussed before, in this earth, there's going to be tribulations. That's right. And that premise of understanding is necessary for everyone who embarks on this Christian walk, that there will be difficulties. You know, I, I, I just want all of us to know this fact, which many know, is that the world is not a playground. You know, we, we didn't land here to have just play and fun and entertainment. This life here that we have is a battleground. That's right. And we're going to have to fight till the end. When I say fight, it's not a physical fight. A lot of it's going to be a battlefield of your mind. And we have to be prepared to um, fight this fight of faith till the end. Amen. I love that so much, Junu. Mm -hmm. We are not existing here purely for our flesh and soul pleasures. There's a whole lot more going on in the uh, life here on earth that we recognize, even though we might have two minutes of fun, then there's five minutes of challenges. In other words, the perfection that you're looking for, a perfect fun life, ain't, ain't here, actually. You know, you can have these moments of bliss and joy, but God is calling us to a spirit-forward lens, especially navigating through this life with a spirit-forward um, wisdom and spirit-forward strategies, etc. And what I've realized is instead of bringing surprise to my adversity, if I can bring the thinking of God or the thinking of heaven to the situation, it, m it makes things a lot different. Yeah, absolutely. It makes, it makes it a lot more easier, too. So we can't let our guard down until the end. That's, That's right. one. And we need to understand that this is a war zone, whether you know it or not, even though you physically don't see anything, there's a spiritual war going on, a war against uh, people and their souls. And so we want to look at, Michael, three different strategies on how to overcome adversity from a spirit-forward lens. Let's do it. Okay. And so uh, number one is keeping things in perspective. Right. So having the perspective of God is so important for overcoming adversity. Now, you might see your problem as a major thing, right. but sometimes we'll have to step back and say, how does God see my problem? And um, what's God's perspective on what I'm going through? Because as Apostle Paul said, uh, the, the, the light momentary affliction that I'm going through uh, is not bad compared to the eternal weight of glory. So for you, the affliction is heavy, but what does the Bible say? That from God's perspective, this is a light affliction. Right. And it is not really a light affliction, but it's working out a great weight of glory in you. It's bringing out the best of the spirit man in you. Amen. Which we all really want. That's correct. And, you know, it's amazing how different I see my problems when the infinite possibilities and solutions of heaven are now available to solve my problem. That's it. That's a perspective you need. You know, you had to step back and say there's infinite possibilities available today at the disposal of a believer. Mm -hmm. You are not uh, helpless. You are not uh, handicapped. None of that. Because now at uh, the click of a finger kind of deal, you have the power of God at your disposal. Amen. Yes. And so we had to keep things in perspective. That's number one. As we want to face uh, and overcome the adversities of life, we have to start looking at things from a God lens. Amen. And the number two is do not 
magnify or inflate the problem at hand. That's right. You know, I we understand that adversity is nothing but a difficult situation. Definitely, it is difficult for when we are going through it. But we should not magnify or magnify or inflate the problem because the that's one of the enemy's main tactics to somehow blow it out of proportion and make you shut down in faith. That's right. I think many people cycle negative thoughts over and over and over through their minds mm-hmm. when it's really just not necessary. It is not necessary because the enemy knows that if you switch your lens, you switch your filter and start looking at from the lens of fear, mm-hmm. he can soon cripple you and pretty much shut you down totally, your whole system. Right. You can go into a dark room and like sit depressed. And that's the enemy's tactic because he wants you to look at the giant of the problem rather than the giant of the God that you serve. That's right. You know, if you look at David and Goliath, similar examples, where David, uh, you know, when all the, the rest of the country was afraid of this giant called Goliath, David did not, because he chose to focus on the God he served, right. the big God, bigger than any Goliath, any physical problems that you would face. David saw that giant not as someone to be afraid of, mm-hmm. but for someone whom God was going to conquer. That's it. So... To overcome adversity effectively in a spirit-forward lens, we should not inflate or magnify the problem out of proportion. Yes, we understand it's a problem, it's a, it's a serious difficulty. However, we need to keep focusing, zooming in to the great God we serve and the infinite possibilities that are available for the believer. The renewing the mind part is key here, right? As as Until you get a solution to your problem or your adversity, you have to constantly renew your mind in the Word of God, renew Amen. your mind in the truths of God. Surround yourself faith-filled items so Amen. that your faith is kept sharp and boosted and that you will never lapse back into fear mode. And in fact, the Bible says you don't have to be anxious about tomorrow. That's correct. And the solution to anxiety is faith. Is faith. And the next point I want to bring on how to overcome adversity is do not underestimate the problem either. Amen. Because sometimes we yeah. can get pseudo-spiritual or hyper-spiritual and understate the crisis that's at hand. No. We, are, we understand the problem at hand is serious, but at the same time, we don't inflate it. At the, uh, but at the same time, we need what? We need strategies from heaven to solve it. Amen. And that's where don't be, don't underestimate the crisis at hand. Instead, as you look at the problem, immediately you're going to go for the counsel of God. Lord, how am I going to solve this? I know this is not uh, unsolvable. With you, all things are possible, but all I need is wisdom. That's why in the book of James, James says, if any of you lack, ask for wisdom. In other words, if you are in a situation where you're hard-pressed, Ask for wisdom. I so, love that. Yeah. And that's where I'm saying um, that do not underestimate it. Just like Apostle Paul, you know, he was real about the situation. He didn't magnify the problem, but he was real about the situation. He said it this way in, Corinth, in the book of to the Corinthians. He said, we are hard-pressed on every side. We are that's troubled right. on every that's side, right. but we are not distressed. He said, we are perplexed, but not uh, in despair. Mm-hmm. We are persecuted, but not abandoned. We are struck down, but not destroyed. So he had this sure. good reality wow. check. You know, he... He didn't just was too high for spiritual where he said, oh, I don't have a problem. No, he did have a problem, but he said, you know what? No weapon formed against me shall prosper. He had a strong mind and a soft heart. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) He had a really divinely focused, he had a divine antenna. No matter what came against him, no matter how big and intimidating it looked, he was able to face the giant head on because he knew that God is on his side. The Holy Spirit is on his side and he can 
jump through every wall that comes against his way. There's another strategy that is very effective that we see in the scriptures. That as, as you go through what you're going through, you have to learn to praise God. You have to learn to Amen. When I say praise God, you need to learn to be in a mode of worship. Okay? When all hell is breaking loose around you, you just need to rest in the fact that you're a called person, you're an elect, you are chosen and loved by God, and you from that a spontaneous reaction of praise comes. Amen. And you you have a greater perspective, as I mentioned in the beginning, where you understand that all these things are working out for your good. All these situations are working out an eternal way to glory. And as you have all this perspective, you're just going to stay put. As you said, stand firm. Amen. Well, you know, many believe that the greatest weapon of a Christian is worship. Is worship. And tell us a little bit about the Paul and Silas that you had mentioned to me yesterday. Well, consider this story from the Bible. Yeah. On the second missionary journey, Paul and Silas and their apostolic team get put in prison in yes. Philippi. Yes. Well, they're put in stocks and chains, and at midnight, the guards find them worshiping, singing hymns, and praising worshiping God. Worshiping God in the, in the midst of chains, chains and, and prison. These weren't nice chains. This was pretty bad. <laughs> pretty heavy. It was wounded. pretty painful. So, but, you know, it is a, it's a tough situation, right? When we are in our own jails, you know, it could be a financial situation, it could be a job situation, it could be a marital problem, whatever jail you find yourself in. You know, the response of Apostle Paul is amazing. Amen. You know, he chooses to see the bigger perspective. He understands, yes, the problems are at hand, but it's all working out something in me. It's burning up the shaft in me through the fires that I'm going through. His perspective was great. So he channeled that praise to God. He said, Lord, I'm not a perfect person in the flesh in the, I mean, while I'm here on earth. Uh, but however, I understand all these tribulations and troubles are working out something good. His perspective was just amazing. It was amazing. And well, what happened when he praised? Well, listen, when he praised, an earthquake happened that broke the chains. chains. Wow. And you would have thought they'd have run out of the prison, but they didn't. So the natural tendency of humans are when we have problems, adversities, we usually want to get bitter at God or turn away from God. And, and you're still in your chains. Right. But the best solution, as we see in the scriptures, is to get your perspective higher and to thank God that he is working out something greater through that problem. Wow. And as you do that, guess what? The chains start to break off, the mental chains, the financial chains, whatever it might be. Our reaction, our response to these problems are the key uh, that will decide our destiny and future. Amen. I just wondered, Junu, if mm -hmm. there are people listening who have chains that are ready to break. And you know, we encourage, I, I'm not saying it's easy, Adversity is a serious difficulty, but with God on our side, we can face any giant, any Goliath that comes our way. It's key that we stay grounded in the magnanimity of God we serve, in the power. That's why Apostle Paul says, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. I just declare that chains are breaking. We declare that you will have the power to stand firm. Yes. And we, we declare a strength of mind that you might see things from a heavenly perspective and that you might, like the Apostle Paul, understand and realize your total freedom and victory in the name of Jesus Christ. God bless you. Amen. Amen.